Welcome to the Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silwan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us together can let our light shine. Welcome friends to another episode of the Pilgrim's Odyssey. I'm your host, Silwan. Great to be with you on this Wednesday. I believe that now, more than ever, is a time to act. What do I mean by that? I think back to many years ago. I was visiting Camp Lejeune, North Carolina, at the Wounded Warrior Battalion there. I came in, and to be honest, I was a little intimidated. I was surrounded by all these young men who'd been wounded in combat. Literally had experienced and lived through hell on earth. And I was there trying to motivate them, and I felt a little silly. What could I possibly have in my experience of life to compare to what they had been through? I had my guitar with me. I had my stories. I started talking to them started singing to them, and probably as much as you can do with a group of combat wounded Marines like that, it was kind of a kumbaya moment, so to speak. And what was going to be a 30-minute talk ended up being a two, three-hour talk. Probably two hours of talking and another hour of just hanging out with the young Marines. It was incredible. About six months later, they opened up a new barracks for the wounded Marines, and they asked me to come and give another talk. And at the at the time, they were going to have, along with me, Congressman Walter Jones. He has since passed away. He's a great man. But I was a little intimidated by the fact he was going to be there for the talk at the new barracks. He was known for being very kind of straight-laced, very conservative. I can tend to be a little bit raw when I'm giving my talks. I told myself, ah, you got to watch what you say. You don't want to upset him. Don't want to ruin this opportunity in front of the congressman. At the time, he was the head of the Defense Appropriations Committee. That means he sort of controlled all the money for the military. Very important person. So again, I was in a room with a bunch of combat wounded Marines with the congressman front and center. And what was supposed to be a 30-minute talk was a 30-minute talk. It wasn't two hours. When I was finished and the congressman and some of the Marines were walking away, this captain came up to me who'd been there earlier. He said, hey, man, what were you doing up there? What do you mean what I was doing up there, I said. He said, man, I was here six months ago when you were here. That was incredible, man. That was like spiritual. I literally saw some of those young Marines' lives changed. And today it was just like, I don't know, it was like you were talking to that congressman. And he said that, and I'm like, oh, man, I know. He goes, what do you mean you know? You suck, dude. What do you mean you know? I'm like, oh, you know, they told me about that congressman and what he was like, and I was kind of afraid to talk. And 
This Marine captain looked at me and he said, man, there's no one going around talking about the things that you're talking about. When you've got the mic, say what needs said. If you're not making somebody mad, you're not trying hard enough. And he said that to me, a captain looking after all those young wounded Marines. And it was like a smack in the face. Get over yourself, it said. You are here to help these young men, these Marines. And I left there and I never forgot it. When I've got the mic, I say what needs said. When you talk about the type of things that I talk about, trauma, faith, what's important in life, you're going to make people mad. If you're not trying hard enough, you're not going to make people mad. It's personal. No one likes being shown the light of day when they've been doing everything they can to avoid the light of day. It kind of goes with the territory. But you know what? It's time to make a stand. It's time to stand up for what is right. It's time to say what's on your heart. It's time to not be afraid if you're going to make somebody mad. Under the surface, out of the sight of what the media shows us and what we see on social media, man, the world's falling apart. People have never been more alone and isolated. People have never been more hurting and depressed. Government has realized that they can pretty much make us do whatever they want. I mean, think, think about it. If they can literally say you can't conduct business, you can't go to a store, you can't go outside, you can't go inside unless you got a mask on, what can't they do? And if you don't think it makes people feel hopeless and powerless, you're crazy. You're not facing reality. And all that happened at a time when mental health has never been worse, where suicide has never been greater. It's time to take a stand. It's time to stand up for what is right. It's time to be willing to make people mad to talk about the things that are important man i'm sick of our pc culture where you can't talk about god you can't talk about faith you know one of my pet peeves i saw this on facebook earlier today these people always love to say don't judge well guess what you just judged me by saying that that is one of the most missed used versus a scripture that people who aren't Christians like to throw at Christians and Christians they got different beliefs than other Christians like to throw around it doesn't say don't judge it says don't judge before you've taken the speck out of your own eye it says until you've examined yourself don't examine other people but that ain't the same thing as not judging every opinion you have is a judgment Every position you take is a judgment. We all judge. Judgment in itself is not a bad thing. It's an opinion. 
the key thing is you look in your own eye first. And see, that's the scary thing of this whole culture of don't judge. Because really what it's saying is I don't want to have to examine myself. Show me something. Show me someone running around saying, don't judge, don't judge, don't judge. I'll show you somebody who's afraid to look in the mirror. I'll show you someone who is saying that because they got logs in their eyes they're afraid to take out. I'll show you someone that's got demons in their life they don't want to face. And they're shouting from the mountaintop, don't judge, because they know they need to be judged. They are doing things they shouldn't be doing. It's a sign of the times. It's part of our culture. You know, I think about coaching basketball. How do I just go from judging to basketball? Well, I'm going to tell you. You know, I think about basketball. I think young kids that come, and they want to get better, and they want to be better players. What good does it do them or me to lie to them about their abilities, about what they need to work on? What good does that do? What good does it do for me not to judge them? I'm not going to judge you. Actually, you just dribble that ball and shoot however you want. It's all okay. What good does that do? Because that kid's going to get in the game. He's not going to do nothing. No, he needs to be judged. He needs to be told, what do you need to work on? What do you need to improve? What's holding you back? What's keeping you from having as much fun on a basketball court as you could be having? Judgment in life is no different. What's holding you back? What's keeping you from what you could be? What are the things that you're doing that are keeping you from being fulfilled, having the life that you want? having the relationships that you want, having a life of meaning that you want, having the happiness that you want, having the peace that you want. How can I do that without looking at you and being honest about what I see? I could be wrong. But if I do it with love, if I do it in the spirit of I want you to have a great life, I want you to have the life that God has created for you, I'm going to have to judge you. I'm going to have to take inventory and go, what do I think you're doing is right? What do I think you're doing is wrong? That's okay. Now, of course, what you've got to constantly be telling yourself, people come to you for advice like happens to me. I constantly got to be looking in the mirror. What am I doing wrong? What do I need to improve upon? Am I walking the walk or am I just talking the talk? You can't separate the two. You can't separate the two by judging people but not looking in the mirror yourself and then you become a hypocrite. Then because you won't look at your own demons, your own shortcomings, you end up throwing them all at somebody else. On the flip side, you you, you, you can't not have an opinion. You can't decide, oh, I can't judge people because then you'll end up not judging yourself either. The two go hand in hand. But you got to be willing. You got to be willing to make a decision. You got to be willing to make people mad. You got to be willing to take a position. Say what you see. Talk about what you fear. 
approach the people you think you need to approach. You can't be worried about hurting feelings. You know, when we live in a world where suicide is everywhere, mental health issues are everywhere, a lack of faith abounds, the world is on fire. I mean, we don't need people afraid to speak the truth. We need people willing to speak the truth. Now, you start with yourself. You start with your family. You spread out to your friends. You spread out to strangers in need of help. And then you go from there. And you trust God will show you the way. You trust that God will help you take the speck out of your eye so you can clearly and fairly and with love judge others in order to help them, in order to direct them, in order to show them the way. Christianity is not for the weak of heart. Christianity is for the strong. Christianity is for those who are willing to lean on Christ and use that strength to do what is right in a world where sometimes to do what is right means you're going to be ridiculed. You're going to be made fun of. You're going to be called names. But guess what? Read the good book. Christ told us that's exactly what would happen if we stood up for him, if we stood up for truth. Now more than ever, my friends, we need people willing to stand up for truth. We need people willing to be ridiculed. We need people like that Marine captain implored of me. There's no one going around saying the things you're saying to our Marines. When you got the mic, say what needs said. I would implore the same thing of you. Be bold, be loud, be vocal. Make sure you've taken the log out of your own eye before you look at the speck in your neighbor's eye. Make sure that you've examined yourself before you judge another. But when you've done all of that, speak the truth. Say what needs said. Be willing to stand for something. Because there's not a lot of people doing it. And we need you. We need you to be strong. We need you to be loud. We need you to speak the truth. So until next time, my friends. Aim high. Do so in faith. Do so in truth. Spread your wings. Fly. Shine a light on evil. Shine a light on what is wrong. Do so illumined by the humility to get down on your knees and look at your own faults. And keep your eyes on the things that matter. Truth, love, freedom. Being brave and courageous enough that when you got the mic, you speak the truth.
Until next time, I am your host, Silouan. May you have an awesome Wednesday. Peace. You've been listening to The Pilgrim's Odyssey. Make sure you comment, share, and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine. For books, videos, and more content from me, your host, please visit Silouan.com. That is Silouan, S-I-L-O-U-A-N.com. Until your next visit on The Pilgrim's Odyssey, I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Silouan Green.